Hey, what's going on, everyone? It is us again, the entrepreneurs, Christian Ortiz. Peter Perez. Um, <laughs> what we are, we're, we're two entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, personal trainers, uh, gym advocates, um, people who are very inspiring to do better in life. And what we talk about on this show is business, health and wellness, um, some motivation and what's going on in today's world. Peter, how was your weekend? It was pretty good. What'd you do? Good. Um, I think I started when I when I was talking about like deleting Instagram and shit like that. I think I started that over the weekend, maybe Thursday. I don't remember. You deleted Instagram. I deleted Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and I only log on to these things three times a day. And the reasoning? Because I just kept bullshitting. I didn't like that. I just sat on my phone for like most of the day. So basically, what ends up happening on on uh, iPhones or maybe Androids? I don't know if Androids have the feature. They probably do. Um, but I spent, I think around 54% of my day on social media, um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and more and more, it just kept gnawing at me. And I was like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. What percentage of, do you think of, of people who are on social media are influenced by what they see on there? Everybody. Uh, so it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Besides those, like, people who just, like, post to post. You know what I mean? Like, I used to run into people who would post, like, 15 different times in a single day. But it would be something like uh, them walking and then cat shit that they saw on their walk or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but otherwise, that just kind of made you. <laughs> but otherwise, like, everyone posts for the sake of seeing what other people post. And everyone is influenced by what other people post. Oh, there you have it. Delete your shit. Delete your shit for the time being. What I do is <laughs> I uh, log on only three times a day. So uh, usually sometime in the morning, um, in the afternoon. So I'll probably hop on around like five, maybe six o'clock and then delete it again and then go on in the evening before bed. But like an hour before I actually go to sleep or something like that. That's good. Yeah. It's That's good. It's been helping me out a little bit more productive. I it's, like that. It's been uh, way over a year now for me. So uh, thank goodness gracious. Um, if you do see posts, it's coming from my marketing people, which we plan, which we try to plan. So that's how that works. So today's business topic I want to talk about is what do we think business owners are doing now during or COVID. since, you know, we're now in, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about the COVID-19, of course. Oh, COVID-19. Um we're in May. We're in phase one here in Orlando. Uh, Still? Phase one in Orlando. And so some certain businesses are able to open, but there's a lot of businesses doing a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, a lot of restaurants already. Uh, so what to do? What, have I, what am I doing? And I want to talk about, you know, what a small business owner like myself, what do I do with numbers? You know, how do we how do we keep now figure out trends because you just don't know a lot of the answers are you don't know so what do what does someone like me um that that my company's been shut down for since March 18th um and we don't know if we're going to have a summer camp we don't know what's going on so what 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 is it that I that I do first thing that I had to I had to realize is I had to just deal with it i'm not going to cry um I, I did I cry? Did I did I pout a little bit? Absolutely I did. Was I a little wuss? Yes, I was. Okay. I, I did fall into the trap of 
the I need the government to help me now. But uh, keeping that in mind, like that pouting and, and feeling bad for yourself, it's almost expected because like you've literally put your heart and soul into this for what, like six, seven years? Yes. You know what I mean? So like it's it's expected. But go ahead. But one thing that I that I had to realize was was I realized that no matter what, the government and nobody they're not gonna help me. You know what I mean? I've 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 applied for everything you can even think of, you know, come March or, you know, since March. I haven't heard anything back. I know the system's been broken and stuff like that. You know what? I after when May came around and starting today, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna deal with it. And if things come to me, they do. If they don't, they don't. At just the end of the day, out. I'm gonna control what I can control. Yeah. Um so I think a lot of business owners out there, you're, there's things that, you know, you're not going to be able to control. And this is one of them. You can't control the virus, but you can control how you're going to be able to handle it. Exactly. So how am I going to handle it? I'm going to handle it by I'm going to plan out. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to have to, you know, go after my customers, go after my clients, let them know I'm still around. Let my let the let the parents know that, hey, you know, uh, I was just talking to a respiratory therapist, by the way, and he said he no believes shit. that he believes that obesity is a big problem with oh, people yeah, with COVID nineteen. That's not even a, bro. That's and he said that a indefinite. lot of males under fifty who are obese are the ones that are dying. That these are this is actual person that's dealt with at least over twenty patients already. No, I I totally himself. agree because like by ob- the way, obesity in itself is, I think the second leading in in America. Absolutely, second leading. So. You're basically hindered by damn near anything that comes to you after that point, whether that be diabetes. Uh, but people don't take it serious. Uh, bro, Peter, we've people, been talking about obesity take, for 10 years. People do not take obesity seriously. They don't. You know why? It's a slow killer? No, <laughs> because it's easy to eat. I agree. I agree. But there's like you'd have to also start diving into um, people's emotional issues in regards to their eating. It's tough to like definitively why are there more now but my my thing is why okay why are there more now than ever obesity yeah i think that has a lot to do with the culture now of instant gratification and um uber eats it's right there yeah just easy convenience like absolute convenience so it's easy to just be it's easy to eat but you can't just walk into a gym and work out. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's, it's weird. Right there. It's weird. It's weird. People. Like, but wait a minute. It's right there. It's convenient. There's gyms right everywhere. There. Peter, I could drive two miles right now and find a gym. Planet Fitness charges ten dollars a month. <laughs> My thing is, you have. Go ahead. You have Bob, the home workout guru on Instagram, probably. Yeah. Okay. Some other girl with, you know, that, that's probably selling packages or whatever. Everybody's following, and they don't do it. I agree. But they I have agree. no problem Uber eating, no problem going right over to Chipotle like we're going to do at 4 o'clock. Yes. They have no problem. They have no problem. Don't laugh now. <laughs> You're going to. Our producer's <laughs> dying. <laughs> but um, one thing that I will say is, like, with that initial state of resistance that people have when it comes to doing something that's actually productive for I them. I just flipped. Yeah, you did. But um, <laughs> that initial state of resistance is the shit that holds people back. And, like, going back to that social media shit, when it came down to me, like, actually doing shit, and I had to get off of my phone to do something that was relatively productive, that, in essence, in the beginning is not that fucking fun, 
that I'm not going to want to do it. So just imagine like the person who's like obese and obese, fat, whatever you want to call it, and they're insecure. And then you have to convince you have to have help them get over that hump. And a lot of the time, if they don't have a trainer, they got to do it themselves. I guess that's why we have a job. That is I'll, very true. I want to touch something. I love you. I, we'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get back to the health and wellness subject for a second. Um, but I want to touch on, on business, a business advice real quick. Uh, for someone who you had asked me, I think, on our first episode, or you tried saying, hey, you, you have $550 or $500 or whatever. What do you do? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about some mistakes uh, that, that, business mistakes. that I made. Or some mistakes that I feel like a lot of people are going to make when they're by themselves and they don't have a team yet. Okay? So, number one is you got to know your numbers. You hear that all the time. It's such a cliche thing to do. But you really, truly, deeply have to know this. I didn't figure this out probably till five years. In? In. Shit. Uh, and you know that's that. But you know what? That was the year that. You know, I broke the, I broke over the six figures mark. You know what I mean? So once I figured that out, you know, and then, you know, obviously I doubled that and, and, we, and it kept going. My, my whole point behind that is you got to know your numbers. And what do I mean by know your numbers? Know what it costs. Okay. Know what it costs you to run your business or your, or make, or your product. So if you're, if you're making a product, know how much that exactly how much it costs. Then you got to figure out what your bills are to 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 run. If you're if you're in a, you're paying rent, what are you what are your actual business expenses, and then how much do you want to make? Then that's going to give you the number the number that you that you need. So know your numbers, right? So I call that you, there's a book that I I let you like 18 years ago called Profit First. And one is you got to know those numbers, and two, pay yourself. Make sure you are able to have a salary for yourself. That you're able to afford a salary for you first before you hire someone else that you think is going to make you money. Do not hire somebody, okay, in hopes that they're going to be able to get you where to where you need to be. Before that, really quick. I made what, that mistake, but go ahead. No, nah, it wasn't that. Um, let me ask this. What are a few steps now that you'll take to make sure that you're hiring the right person? Ooh, this is a good one. I'm gonna get back to that in a really good second, okay. in, in a second. But that's a that's the Write best. That down that's so you that's the best question you've asked me so far. How do I know that in I'm life? hiring the right person? Yeah, three things that you need to know when hiring the right person. Oh my God, I've made way more mistakes hiring the wrong people than I have the right people. I could tell you. I've that. been there. Okay, and you know this. very much been there. All right, so know your numbers, which means you have to be able to make a profit first. Okay? Secondly, be able to pay yourself first. Okay? Pay yourself first before you pay your actual business bills. What 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 does that even mean? It basically means is if you're not able to pay yourself, you can't afford your bills. It just is what it is. Facts. Okay? It just really is what it is. If you're paying your bills first and you have no money, what are you doing? Big facts. What are you doing? Listen, I'm not saying in the beginning of your of your business, you know, you're not going to be in the shits. You're not going to, you know, you're going to be. It's going to be rough. There's going to be a problem where you're not going to be making any profit. You're going to have to. You're going to be losing some money. But before you hire someone, you have to figure out how to make money first. Here's why: if you hire someone before you're even making a profit, how can you teach them to make a profit? It doesn't make sense. Again, if you hire someone. To make you profit, but you haven't made any profit yet. 
profit yet. How can you teach them to make a profit? That's not going to work. You know what I mean? That's just not going to work. So make sure you pay yourself first. And then number uh, number three, you got you to gotta hire the right person. This is a tough one. Because with the fakeness of people and the people Hell who are yeah. the this fakeness of people and the way the world and the economy has come around with people now know what to say. They even know how to act it and believe it. Okay. Talk about what you were uh, that book that you were talking about. Unscripted? Yeah, Dunning Kruger effect. The Dunning Kruger effect. Dunning Kruger basically means people believe that they are act they really believe this. That they are actually talented, talented, smart, smart, doing something. They really, truly believe this. Like if they took a polygraph test, they would pass it. But society has made them feel this way. You're great. You're awesome. You're this. You're that. Oh, you could do anything you want to do. And then they actually, it comes down to that point where everybody's going to get to this point. It comes down to a point where it's you against you and you don't even know who the fuck you are anymore. You don't even know yourself and you fail miserably. But there's people out there that I've run into where they come in, they say everything that they need to say. Totally believe And Rebecca, my director, or whoever, they're like, man, that was a great person. I'm like, they, no, they weren't. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they weren't. Like, you could just tell how authentic, like, just you can just tell how real someone is. My last two hires have been the best hires I've had by far. And it's because me and Rebecca were were very, 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 very patient. And that's where Patience and Elaine came in. And they've been my best two hires. And unfortunately, this damn coronavirus thing happened. Bro, they're ballers, though. And they were uh, they yeah. were very, very good. They ballers. were no Dunning Krugers. They came in ready to work, ready to go, on time, very loyal. Smart. And they meant business. So we were ready to take this summer, this summer by storm. They, we were going to wipe out people, trust me, with, with my team. I was watching it, bro. I was um, just like. And unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, this happened, but it is what it is. But how do you how do you know? So how do you know? Number one, you have to basically say who is going to be able to understand what my vision is the most and live and breathe that vision. Who's going to be able to create that vision for you? You know, you got to be able to make them feel valued. And I, I can tell within the first two weeks if someone's good or not. That's it. First two weeks. That's all I need. Not even that. Maybe the first week, I'm going to know. When they're asking me a lot of questions, and if they're on my ass about shit, they're good. If they're just like kind of like sitting back waiting, oh, I'm just observing. No, I don't need someone like that. I want lions. I want lions. I'm not sitting here. Don't, don't be a fly on the wall. You want to go get something, you go after it. That's it. Period. You want to grow in a company, you go after it. Don't complain when Ryan took over your, your your promotion. No, you didn't get promoted because you didn't do good enough. Plain and simple. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's just is what it is. That's business. Yep. That's our business topic. Any other questions you have for me? No, I think it's good. Was yeah. that all right? Yeah, that was, that was solid. I like I'm going that. off today. Yeah. Dude, I took this fucking thing called Genius. I don't got to look it up. Oh, I you know what you're talking this. about. Peter. Bro, tweaking? You? No, like I am... Super energized and focused. Yeah, you smelling colors. Right I went now. on a run this morning with marshmallow. I almost had to lift them up and bring him, bring him back. I swear Damn, to you. I swear to my wife. He he was bring that shit in, dude. He was dying to the point where he couldn't keep up. Ramsey was straight, but he his Ramsey's fucking marshmallow's horse. a big pig. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. We'll put him up. We'll put him up one day on the on the podcast. I, he is a cute dog. 
Have you seen them before? Fucking huge, I'm bringing bro. them in next. As a matter of fact, next podcast, Marshmallow's sitting right here. We're going to do shots, too? <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Oh, that's lit. You want any, shot too? Any, yeah. Uh, any, want, any yeah, other yeah. any other business questions you have? No, no. Do you have one right for now. me? Yeah, yeah. Any, anything, ask one real quick. Anything that you ever wanted to know or like you're real curious quick. about? We're asking Kevin, our producer, who's the man, by the way. He's great. He's fucking awesome. Uh, how do you feel about online marketing? Online marketing? How, what do you mean? How do I feel about it? Like, cause um, like for for my stuff, I do promo, like Facebook yeah. or something like that. Uh, do you feel like now is the best time to start it, or do you think it you should wait a little bit to grow before? I I, I want to say something really quick. Start it whenever the fuck you get the chance. Like, don't even wait for it. There's no perfect time for it. Because you can keep waiting and justifying, like, whether or not something is going to be a perfect time. And I guarantee you there's going to be one specific thing that's off. And you're going to be like, no, 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 I'm going to push it off. I'm going to go that next time. And then that next thing is going to, that next time is going to come up that's supposedly perfect. And then there's one thing that's going to throw you off again. You're like, no, no, no. You're never, ever going to be ready. Yeah. And you're going to get fucked up. One thing up. about life that I know, I don't care how prepared people think they are with stuff, you're not prepared. And you're going to get fucked up. You have to oh, we're going to have a that. kid next year, and then they have a kid. You're not prepared for the kid. Mm-mm. It's a new kid. It's a new, they have, they're their own person. You're not, how are you going to be able to adapt to them? You're not ready for them. This coronavirus, who's ready, right? Nobody. So the, the only time you're ready is when you're in it. Yeah. Right? So online marketing. Online marketing, believe it or not, those of you that, if, when you start researching me, you'll realize I don't even do a lot of marketing. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Peter will tell you this. I know a lot about marketing. I've read .com, Blue Ocean Strategy, One Page Marketing Plan. You name it, I've read it. I've YouTubed uh, uh, Bezos, Cooley. I mean, you, you, I, I know as SEO, Google Analytics, Facebook ads, uh, targeting, target marketing, uh, MailChimp email Funnel blast systems. marketing. Click funnel systems, you name it. I've done them. The thing about online marketing is you got to be able to attract attention. You got to be able to be like, you got to be everywhere. You got to be that, you know, that annoying ad that pops up every time. That's got to be you. I agree. I agree. And at some point, you're going to, at some point, there'll be one thing that's going to catch that person that they're going to listen. Yeah. Right? So I'll see something. It's happened something, to me. It's yeah. happened to me before. I'm I've like, seen this something. Freaking like, guys, skip ad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, what's he talking about? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. People are going to see your shit. Like, uh, chances are people are going to see something about an ad. I, I, I forgot who told me this, but like, people are going to see something an average of about seven times before they click it once. You know what I mean? So, like, overall, like, they'll be able to, they'll probably see your stuff. You know what I mean? And they don't think about it. Again, they don't think about it. They don't think about it. And then they finally just click it that one time. And they're like, I fuck with this. They're either going to be like, yo, I fuck with this. Or they're going to be like, I don't fucking like it. And then they're just going to go about their business. You know what I mean? As long as you get it in front of somebody's face, though. Because, like, realistically, people are either going to think, like, uh, one day someone will be like, yo, you heard of, like, uh, Beats by Camo? And they're like. Yeah, I fucking yeah, I remember that shit. I seen that ad once. You know what I mean? And that's enough, bro. Believe it or not, that is a fucking enough. That is enough. Cause like I've had people be like, "Oh, yo, you're you're Peter or some shit." I'm like, "What? Dude? <laughs> what? What are you talking about?" And then they're like, "Oh yeah, from like Instagram or like oh from powerlifting." Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like it's more than worth it, bro. To be honest with you, and I don't even, bro. I have like what? What do you got? Eighteen hundred followers. You know what I mean? They're, just imagine, there's people out there with like. 10,000 
and 10,000 isn't even a lot. And they just post shit and people see it and you get on the explore page and whatever the fuck. Like, it's just a matter of doing. I mean, I do it. That's what shit boils down to. I feel like shit boils down to a matter of doing. Just do it. You know what, though? That's what I'm talking about. And I was just having this conversation with my wife. I'm going to record here just in case I go on a rant for, like, motivation. Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm supposed to be doing a, a... a motivation video for Catherine. So I'm going to send her this whole video and, and whatever the hell she wants to pick out, it is what it is. One thing that I want to add on that, which is what, which is what my motivation topic was, was that part is the hardest part for people. Doing. The easiest thing. Okay. In life, the easiest things in life are the hardest. And I'm going to explain why. Okay, marriage. How hard is it to love each other? If you're a husband, treat your wife as a princess. What's the problem? Buy her flowers. Open the door for her. Cook for her. Treat her nice. She comes in, smile. Okay, that's the last person you're going to look at before before you die. What's the problem? Why are you going to treat that person bad? That is the last person you're electing to, to see Unless you have kids, I'm sure. I don't know who you know yeah. what it is. But I, I see. Where but you're what going. is the problem? If yeah. you're a woman, treat your man like a king. Okay, he works hard most of the time. Yeah, we're we're stupid. We're lazy sometimes. We're not going to be able to to fold clothes correctly. We're not going to be. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to forget things. Okay, I, I love him, man. I forget Cherish my name. Cherish that guy. Okay, what did he do? What is he doing for you that's gonna be a, that that makes you tick? That makes you say, man, you know what? That's the the husband that I married. Yes, we all have problems. Nothing's gonna be perfect, but why? It's not hard. Okay, working out. Another one. Just go to the gym. Start. Gain momentum. Start. Momentum. Everything starts with momentum. Okay, gain momentum. It's just do it. That's it. Wake up, go. Okay, that is. It is not hard. Okay, just do it. What's the problem? When you're, when you're, if you're, if you're in college, you're studying a subject. Oh, I need to write that paper. Just do it. I agree, but that's that, that's the same thing when it came to my phone, bro. It's that resistance. You you experience an but initial buddy, resistance. It's not hard. I, I agree. I agree. So my my advice to you folks: the easiest things in life, okay, we make them really hard. We make everything hard. And this is coming from someone that's firsthand experience. This I I'm a victim of this myself. Trust me, I got lazy too myself. But I'm, but once my we mind starts going, we all do. And I'm saying, just do it. Listen. So my advice to you: just do it. Just go. The minute you want, I need it. Just go and do it. That's it. That's my motivation Monday. It's your boy Christian. I'm out on this video, Action but we're gonna keep today. going for the Boom. podcast. Yes. All right. So um, we got to get into that. Was that that was the motivation? Yeah. That was okay. The motiv- cool. No, that, I mean that was for like for. You want to do one for you? You should do no, one you for you. I'm not boy Peter Perez. <laughs> But uh, no, we got to talk about these books, bro. We got to talk about these books that changed our lives. Okay. So that's my motivation. Anyways, health and wellness. For those of you that are struggling, just do it. Get up and go, oh, well, I, you know, I can't. Okay. I'm tired. That's your first thing. Stop that. Okay. You know what I mean? That's your first problem. The many, oh, yo, you don't understand. I have kids. Uh, no, you're making that an option. Life is going to be able to give you, listen to me, life doesn't give you what you always want. It gives you what you earn and what you are. I agree. Plain and simple. Yeah. And then, and it gives you what it's the circumstances it's going to give you. So this coronavirus is giving it to you. What are you going to do about it? Mm. The, I was I was reading uh, the 
the the subconscious uh, book, but he was talking about how um, no action or anything that's going on in life is inherently good or bad. It's only your, your perception and how you end up divulging any of the information or anything that ends up happening to you. So if you kick if you kick that uh, that dumbbell over there, it's not the dumbbell's fault that your fucking toe is bleeding. That's your fault. You did something to do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was just a little small tidbit. That was it. I didn't really have too much to say there. Uh, we got to talk about these books, bro. Yeah, talk man. about the books that change your life. But real quick, food-wise, I always like talking about real quick. Do you have a favorite top three healthy snack? Healthy snack. People that are fast, they're on the go, they're having Dude. a hard time, they work their ass off 60 hours plus a week, they need a quick snack, go. Quick snack. Bro, I love the, uh, what are they called? Like Clementines, the little cuties. Oh, my goodness. Bro, I can dog like six of them. But that's like, like that's a rip. bunch of sugar. That's not a healthy snack. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a carb. That's fine. Peter, not but everybody's 24 with a metabolism like you. I know. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing that I cannot get over for like right now is like pretzels and hummus would be like an amazing snack okay i love bad. pretzels because like i never really like go out of my way to have pretzels but when i do i dog the shit out of pretzels like every time every time and it never well, fails right, what else uh <laughs> nuts nuts are super simple i like nuts pause um <laughs> but, <laughs> are you high no no no, no. <laughs> But um, uh, nuts and or peanut butter are perfect. You peanut know, butter and jelly, uh, fucking amazing. You know, Borat, this suit is a not pause black. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, that I love those those two snacks. And if there were to be another like protein, something that has protein, yes. I would more than likely go with a uh, like a protein bar, like yes. a, something super simple. Uh, Cliff, I think, is disgusting. What's for your one. Fa- favorite pre- favorite protein bar? Go. I would either go with I like Supreme because they're like a whole meal, quote unquote. Granted, I don't really recommend that for someone who's uh, along the lines of weight loss, unless the situation calls for it. But um, Supreme is good. Oh, uh, the Lennon, like the what is it, Lennon Larry's or some shit like that? Yeah, those protein cookies. They're decent. You know, they get the job done. Um, and uh yeah I, I mean you could get a fucking muscle milk bro like just get some protein in whatever way you can i don't know why people make that so hard you can go to a gas station you're right five again, minutes again no wait what did you say you don't know what just wait what you don't know why why people make it so hard because it's easy that's true all you have to do is do it yeah this I is agree. my point yeah people are fucking lazy we're all lazy though everyone's no, lazy I, I listen i'm not I, for those listen trust me I've, we've all done this. I'm just saying the key to the success is that. Doing. Just do it. Yeah. You're going to fuck up. You're going to fail. You're going to mess up. Just keep going. All right. So we, uh, what I wanted to do today is going to be our miscellaneous topic. But uh, the average CEO, chief executive officer, reads 60 books per year. I haven't even touched that. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. 60 books per year. I'm already at 14 for the year. <laughs> Okay, I'm already at 14 for the year, um, and what I, what Peter Peter had a really really good subject today. He said, "Hey, why don't we why don't we talk about our top three books, top three favorite books that, that changed our lives, changed our lives, inspired us?" So, uh, I brought four because I had a hard time like picking one, two, three. Um, but how I 
I'm going to talk about how I decided why these are mine, and then you can tell me what you know why yours are. Yeah. What I had to judge by was how impactful the advice or what I read changed my life. Yeah. And I'll talk about each one and what it did. Number two, how useful is it for the rest of my life, not just business or whatever it is like that. And number three, um, the content did obviously uh, was I was related to it. Yeah. Okay. And I think, I, you know, I think everything you should relate to, but I feel like those those were the three that I judged it off. What what makes yours your you know your selections? I mean, mine is mine is the same thing, but it, it was more so time frames in my life. I would say, um, two of the three books that I have are are within the same time frame. Literally, I wouldn't even say months. I would say a few weeks apart because I finished them within a few weeks of each other. But both of them were pivotal. Like I I still think about those books to this day. One of them's on the table right now. Um, is it your number one? Yeah, that was my same one, one we have. Okay. Yeah, same one. Um, and it, it just I I call it. You, you got to start, and then I'll talk a little bit more about it. Okay, so um, for those of you that don't that don't know, I do read four books, four to five books at one time. Trivet. It is true. <laughs> uh, I did. Re- I, I I read. I was upset. I read six last month. Damn. Um. Darn. But no, you know. <laughs> I'm currently reading one really good one right now called Unscripted. Um, I'm reading one Man's Search for Meaning. I'm already 50 page deep, and that one, that one is serious. For real? That's sad. I already cried. It's sad? Terrible. I, sad. But, like, very know. inspirational. The guy was captured in World War One off, right. off the road. All right, don't tell me. All right, don't tell me. He's in, he's in, he's, hold on. He's in concentration camp. Fuck, man. And he talks about people that they're just questioning themselves for existence and what he had to go through like emotionally what is it, what and what is he it, saw. Everything worse. Saw all his friends. Like, it was terrible. And what he was just basically saying, like, what he had to ask himself to survive. It's a, guys, I've heard of that you book. You have to read it. I've I'm heard like, of that book. I will probably be done. By the next podcast, I'll be done with it, and we'll go over it. All right. I'm, 100%. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll let you borrow it. If I get it back, because I haven't gotten my other two back. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> That's why I made that face. Um... Okay, so yeah. Go All right, ahead. so so go my ahead. number, I'm gonna go with t- top four. My number four book, um, and by the way, I have, I don't know how many books I have. Too fucking many. Okay, I have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. Uh, we're gonna go with Damon John, The Power of Broke. Um, people, this might be a surprise to people, but when I was looking at my bookshelf, and I, 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 I even got chills looking at, I got chills right now. Most of my life, I've been broke, as hell. Um, Credit cards, bills, you name it, like really broke. Uh, when I picked up this book, I think I was making about forty to forty-five thousand dollars a year, uh, and you know I, I had a dream like everybody else, and I was like, you know what, man, like you know I'm tired of being broke, and so this book spoke to me. And what this book does for me specifically, it, it reminds me of my broke times. It reminds me when my car was about to get repoed. It reminds me when me and my wife only had $20 a week to eat. It reminds me of when we had to make a decision whether to pay my car or miss a credit card payment. You know, it reminds me of those times of when I had to pretend to put a big smile going to serve tables and say, hey, you know, how are you today? You know, I had to pretend um, because he tells a lot of these stories like that. You know, Damon John, he, he was selling his shirts out of his car. Uh uh, Fubu, he was selling his shirts out of his car, and he had nothing. Him and his mom was was raised in the ghetto, um, 
and this book was really powerful for me because I, I, it, it was really relatable. Um, he had a dream, he had a vision. I had a dream, I had a vision. He went hustling around out of the car of his, of, of his you know, uh, uh, the backseat of his car to sell shirts. I took my Buick and I was driving around with no gas from school to school to try to pitch my program with, with barely any money, you know, taking the tolls and going from school to school to try to pitch my after school program. I now have 23 schools. Solid. But, it, it it is it, it's it's a hustle and it's a it's a it's a big thing and that's why it means a lot to me. It's something that I was really relatable to. So anybody who's always been broke, who's had a dream, this is a good reminder to to keep yourself in check. That's my number four. Peter, your number three. My number three would have to be a new earth. And a new earth. A new earth. A new earth. Explain it. And why? Um it's by uh, Eckhart Tolle, but the book in itself is about like realizing when you are acting or um, speaking through an ego. So a lot of the time people, so for example, if someone were to say to me now, and, and don't get me wrong, like I still have to kind of like check myself when it comes to me thinking yeah, about things yeah, like this. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. So um, if someone were to say to me like, hey, I think that you are a bad trainer, what happened? I got a video call from my wife. Should I put her on? Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Here, we're, folks, we're joined by uh, my wife, Alexandra Ortiz. She's shaking her head. Oh, she's uh, mad. She's mad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, what it lo- this is what it looks like. Say hi. So uh, I'm going to get off, Christine. I was gonna, uh, we're gonna be, I'm going to be done in about five minutes. Okay, good. I love you. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> All right. There so, 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 someone were to say to me like, "Hey, you're a bad trainer." My ego is revolving around me being a trainer. So, if someone were to insult me in that way and be like, "Hey, you're a bad trainer," it would make me upset. You know what I mean? But that's not all that I am. I just created an ego around what I do. So, like, that's someone who... That's good. Yeah, bro, it's an, it's an amazing book. So, it also shows how people will, for example, gatekeep. Like, if I'm the one who drinks Monster and you start bringing in Monsters, I'm like, bro, I've been drinking Monsters before you. You know what I mean? What are you going to do about it? Like, I've ego. been drinking... Yeah, it's the Check ego. Check the ego. Check the ego. But it, it has a lot more to... It, it, it's a lot deeper than that. Go ahead. No, you're number two. Or you're number three now because you have three of them. Yeah, I'm, of I know. Them. Um, I guess I'll do th- I'll do I'll do three and two because just to line them up. Yeah, because yeah, our number one's the same. Yeah, go ahead. How to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. This book's been around for ages. Uh, and I, you know what's mind boggling? People forget. Why people are we so? Are, why are we so mean to one another when people? You need people to rely on people. business. We fucking need people. You can hate people all you want, because everyone does at least a little bit, but you need people. You know, this is an amazing book because it, that's what exactly what it talks about. Uh, it talks about how to win friends and influence people, and it's not talking about, like, being, like, manipulative. It talks sell, about how yeah. to passionately, like, win friends and win people over, um, and it, 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 it changed me because I... I felt like I knew people until I read this book, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing a good enough job really knowing them. Like, I know them, but I don't really know them, and they're not really my friends, you know? And that's a lot of that was because I wasn't really invested. Mm-hmm. 
I just it, it's a really good book of keep doing for others, you know, do the right thing, speak well to them, treat them correctly, and at some point that will all come back to you, yeah. uh, and, and and that's how you influence them. So, unbelievable book. I think if you're in sales, this is a really good book for you because it'll it'll teach you how to talk to anybody. Um, if you're if you're afraid of people, you have anxiety from people. Another good book right here because, you know, some people have social anxiety. This is a big one for you. Um, and, and this is something I got from my wife, believe it or not. So how to win friends and influence people, number three. My number two, uh, because I have four, it's not fair to Pete, is Rich Dad, <laughs> Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think every person in the world needs to read this book. Every person in the world. I don't think every person in the world should read Think and Grow Rich. I'll get into that in a second. I feel you. But I think every person... Democrat, Republican, independent, mom, dad, whoever you are out there, if you have not read this book, you need to go pick it up. It's $9 on Amazon. Go grab it. Read it. See if you can get the audio book, too. I'm telling you right now, it is life-changing. The reason why it's that, this guy is the best person that I've seen that has explained Poor people's side, because he's been there, and rich people's side. And why people are the way they are. And then how to overcome that and think no matter what quadrant you're in. And I think even if you don't have an open mind, you're going to learn something from this. This is, this is an, it, ta- it teaches you about taxes. It teaches you about the Amer- like how, why people are the, the American way. It, teaches you, it, it does. It, t- it talks about self-employed, employed. Uh, investing, real estate. I mean, he talks about real life experiences in this book, and I really think people need to pick up this book and read it. This is my number two for that reason. All right, let me go into my number two. My number two was by Carol Dweck, and that was Mindset, the New Psychology of Success. And it was basically a book about absolute persistence. So she spoke about somebody in uh i think it was a triathlon or something this lady pulled her hamstring from the fucking femur and kept running and she got first place but that was just purely persistence so one thing that i feel like people completely overlook is everyone has an amount of intensity to be able to distill on a specific thing but people as soon as that intensity dies they just stop and you don't persist in doing that specific thing anymore. I pe- I feel like people, no matter what energy you so, have. Oh, like a half procrastination. Yeah, like a, not even procrastination. It's just a stop. Like you just don't do it anymore. I feel like everyone should, no matter how much, like you could have uh, in, insane amounts of intensity on a specific thing. And don't get me wrong. You're going to get a lot of uh like a uh, progress in that, but I feel like everyone should be persistent. Just do that specific thing day in and day out. And the book in itself is about that persistence and how that will ultimately lead you to winning, no matter what. That's the number one thing. Will ultimately lead you book. to winning. Okay? Ultimately, and remember, winning for everybody's different. Man, these two, I gotta. How you about to get? I'm about to audible them like right now. Bro, they're fucking fire. Great books. Um, our number ones are the same. Uh, and I want to talk about it for a second. And that is, if you've never heard of it, you you should have heard of it by this point. At one point, yeah. It's called Think and Grow Rich. I think every entrepreneur has read this book. And it's this little thing like this. It's not it's not long. It's only 231 pages. Uh, but 
you, you, if you, this was the, if you look at it, this is the first book I read that, this was the first book on my bookshelf. This was the first book that got me into reading, believe <laughs> it or not, right here. Like reading, like when you're not in school anymore. So this like, started my whole collection. Yeah. Like my whole like entrepreneurial books, like all that stuff. Like this started everything. I bought this and Awakening the Giant by Ro- Tony Robbins. Um, there's another good one. I read, I read that one. But this book right here, it says at the top, this book could be worth millions, a million dollars to you, one million dollars to you. Think and grow rich. It's basically what it's what it is. Think and grow rich. The reason why it says think is because you got to be able to have you have to have an open mind, clear vision, and cre- be a little creative. And 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 if you're a little stuck to read this book, if you're one of them people that are like, nope, this is the way I am. I'm stubborn. This is I'm my like life. this. This is the way I am. I'm li- my life. This won't do shit for you. I agree. You're just gonna read it and be like, I don't know what the hype is. You'll probably leave a negative review. One, two, start. This, this did nothing for me. For for someone like me who, I, at the time, you know, I had just started my kids program. Mm-hmm. This was I've read this back in 2015. I just started my my. I read it the same year. I, I you know I, that's weird, but I I had just started yeah, my kids program and. I was like, I'm in a new place, and there, someone was like, "Hey, if you if you really want to start being thinking and you want to get rich and be a creative mind, th- read this book called Think and Grow Rich." And when I read it, they talk about Sam Adams, the beer. Yeah. Uh, he talks about, you know, adversity. You know, every adversity, every Carnegie failure, too. every heartache carries with it the seed of an equivalent or a greater benefit. A seed. It talks about like you being a seed and. Oh, over on, and over on. and over again. Oh, no, go ahead. It's in my, it's in my other but anyways, thing. think of Grow Rich. That's what it was relatable to me because I needed to create my business. Yeah. I was I was in the dumps at the time, and uh, it means a lot to I wanna, me. I want to touch on that too. So. If there's if there's every book that's on my bookshelf that's burned, I will just hope this one's the last one left. Yeah. <laughs> so when it come to when it came to Think and Grow Rich, I was actually working at LA Fitness. I was at the front desk. I had worked my way up from being a janitor. And I was sitting up there because there was absolutely not a fucking thing to do if I wasn't checking people in. So I read that book and I read Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And I I read them like back to back. And I I often call uh, Think and Grow Rich the book that got me fired because like it, it made me just take action in regards to like what I wanted. I knew I wanted to be a personal trainer. I didn't know how. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to fucking figure it out i'm just gonna go ahead and do it um i had a friend joe was his name i think he lives in like san francisco now or something like that but um he was like yo i still got the personal training book if you want it i was like but i bet bro like let me read that shit so i started reading it and then people will come up to me at la fitness and they'll be like bro personal training is so expensive bro like oh you work out you know what i'm saying because i mean like you're at la fitness it's not like you're there just to not do anything you're there for the free i don't care what anyone says if you're working front desk or you're a janitor yeah, you're doing it for money, but chances are you're also doing it for a free membership. Let's be real. So I was doing it for essentially a free membership. And people would ask me, like, oh, yeah, you work out, this, that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So um, what I started doing was I started selling programs under the table at the front of the LA Fitness, bro. And then one day I got a call. Um, I was working at Double. And the operations manager called me. I was like, oh, shit, I must have forgot something at the gym. And she calls me and she's like, "Hey, Peter." And she just sounded sad. I was like, "Damn." I love stories is, like this. I was like, "Damn, love this stories is like it. this." I was like, "This is it for me." Um, so she was like, "Yeah, we found out that you're selling programs to people, 
And I think I think someone snitched on me. I really think someone snitched on me. Of course me. they did. Yeah, someone snitched on me. She was talking to me, and then I got on the phone with, I think, the regional manager of LA Fitness. I remember who he, I forgot his name. And bro, he was, he was on the, he's like, hey, uh, we found out that you're selling programs to our, our people. And I was like, yeah. So am I fired? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, damn. So I, I had to go in. I, I dropped off my key. Uh, and I remember the date too, bro. It was June 10th, 2015. June 10th, 2015. Um, I went in and I dropped off my key. This is the coolest part about the whole story. Uh, my manager, she just had this like a disappointed look on her face, but it was the evening. I, I used to be like mostly a closer. So I walked in and I, I started talking to the people that I, I knew from the evenings. And I was like, yo, like this is my last night. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm getting fired and shit like that. And I walk around and I tell like four or five people, four people come up to the desk and they're like, you cannot fucking fire this guy. He's the best one you have here. Everyone loves him. You can't fire him. You can't. And I walked out right after that. <laughs> and I walked the fuck out. And that was it. That shit was hilarious, bro. That was one of the, that's like, I love that specific. That was one of the craziest days I've ever lived, like ever. That shit was dope. You see yeah. that smile on his face? That's what, that's what I'm, t- it's moments like that that make you. Yeah. It ain't break you. Remember, remember that. I had a good time on this podcast. Yeah, this one was a really good one. I like this one. I had a good time. Yeah. Um, Peter, thank you for the stories. So listen up, folks. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Business, business, health, and wellness and our miscellaneous topics. It's your entrepreneur, Christian Ortiz. And Peter Pierce. We are out.